0: Hey, I'm ML Nation, Simon Chan. I'm fired up because we are on to season four. Can you believe we're on to fourth year of the show, episode 459. And I'm loud and proud to be part of this amazing profession. You know, the podcast is growing, this industry, this profession is being lifted, it's growing. And most importantly, you are growing. Hey, thank you for listening for ML Nation. And today we got episode 459.
1: These people need you, are looking for answers and options. Circulate, find out what they're needing and wanting, and be there for them. They need to know you.
0: Welcome to MLM Nation, a podcast of leaders, by leaders, for leaders, hosted by Simon Chan. He's built teams to over 80,000 and is now a full-time business coach and trainer. So if you're ready to level up your business, join us right now. Here is Simon Chan. If you want to create online duplication in your business, make sure you check out our free resources on our website, mlnation.net. Not only will you be able to recruit, but you get the latest how-tos and strategies on how to duplicate online. Just go to mlnation.net. Again, that's mlnation.net. Hey, ML Nation, this is Simon Chan. I'm fired up. For a special episode, special guest too. First of all, this is the number one uh, episode of season four. So thank you all, listening for being with us. Can you believe it's been four years almost? Actually, season four we started in 2015, and also this is you know an omen. Not just season four, but uh, we did you know we do our Facebook live simulcast it took us three times to get this right, to for it to start working. And we Beth and I were just talking behind people's back, and then we didn't realize the live was actually going on. No, just kidding. But anyway, we got Beth McCarty to kick off Season 4. Beth, are you ready to make it happen? Of course.
1: <laughs> Thank you.
0: Hey, we're having a ton of fun already. For those who don't know, Beth, Beth uh, went from a shy kid who avoided people – Uh, just shy, didn't like company, to become a leader at her network marketing company. She's known as the shrink of MLM and has applied for her 30 years of experience as a body-mind therapist to help network marketing distributors. She's a full-time MLM coach and runs the MLM Millionaire Club, which is a school for network marketers that provide hands-on training and role-playing on the seven skills. So, Beth, I've given MLM Nation a brief background, but please take us back. How did you, a shy, quiet girl, like you get, involved
1: and get started with network marketing well may i thank you first for having me on here and but most of all for all that you do for the mlm profession for the network marketing profession simon i also have been following you for years and years and um, i'm studying the things that you teach and i'm so glad that you are helping people from your heart to have success fast. So thank you so much for all that you do.
0: Oh, you're welcome. (laughs) It's a ton of fun just to get to talk to people like you and hang out.
1: (laughs) So, yeah, uh, as a kid, company come over. I was so shy I'd hide out in my room because I was scared of people. And I was scared what they thought of me. I was scared that they were critical, wouldn't approve of me, that I wasn't good enough. You know, scared to speak up, scared to really be myself with people and enjoy people. So... It was um, but I am a very spiritual person, and it was a um, a person in my spiritual path when I was twenty three that i that I knew there that um, um, told me about this health product, uh, and he was a distributor for it. And I wanted to do that. What really moved me was the mission of helping people to better health. And that was very, very important to me. Health health is, still is. And so I wanted to do this. But the only problem was I was shy. So how am I going to do this if I don't talk to people and I'm scared of people? So I had to get over it. I learned how to talk to people. And I became a trainer, a speaker, uh, won a trip to the Bahamas, you know, <laughs> uh, went full time for years, helped me to be home with my son as a single mom. And so now I teach people to do this, too, how to overcome their fears because I I know, what it, what, I know how to do it. I know how to overcome the fears. And that's probably why they call me the shrinker of MLM. So if someone is shy and quiet, uh, how do they overcome their fears? What should they do? Sometimes we go back to their childhood of where they learned that. But here's a quick, quick technique. If you don't want to uh, do a whole therapy session, which is the quickest, most thorough way to do it. I help people bust through things like Tony Robbins does, but here's a real quick way. Simply look in the mirror and say to yourself, I am valuable and lovable and worthwhile, no matter if the person says yes or no. My value remains intact, in other words. And if you say that in the mirror before you go make your calls, and also here's another tip, put your attention on the person, because shyness, I discovered, is a selfish act. The attention is on self. And so if you want to overcome shyness, this is what I did. Put the attention on the other person. Mm. That beca- means it's about it's about them. And you, you forget about your own, you know, you become so interested in what they're needing and how you can help them that you forget okay. about yourself. So those are two quick tips.
0: Good, good stuff. So, when you got started, you were still shy and quiet. Uh, how were your first couple of weeks like in the company? Even though you had a passion to helping people, you're shy. What was the first couple of weeks?
1: Who, I wanted to go door to door in my neighborhood, so you can imagine that that was very hard. I really did it by putting my attention on the other people and thinking of the benefits that my health product could bring them, and that my business could bring them financially. I mean, I had a lady who was, you know, suffering, a neighbor who's suffering from menopause symptoms. And so I just kept thinking of her, how, how this product helped her and how it could help other people. So again, just that shift, that shift of attention. Um, when people come to me with deep seated fears, uh, we, it's often from childhood, it, because it was something that they learned when they were little. Uh, that they weren't—they were told maybe they weren't good enough. They—they they couldn't do anything. Um, you're just a girl. Um, many of the programs that we get, but the good news—those are—that's—that's that's the bad news that we got those programs. But the good news is that they can be overcome. They were learned, so they can be unlearned, and that's what I do with people. There was one fellow that I worked with. These are kind of some very interesting dramatic stories. Some of my most dramatic. But one fellow, he came for help because his father, he had a great fear of heights, and he got it when he was a baby. His father held him out over a multi-story building out the window while his mother screamed. And it imprinted a fear of heights, which didn't show up till he was kind of in his early 20s in business. And he found that he could not go up. It, it hampered his business life. He could not go up into high-rise buildings you know and you could not go into downtown he could not take an elevator could not drive between mountains he saw the top psychoanalysts and therapists in his state for years and was not able to get help with it one session with me he would like Tony Robbins can break have breakthroughs fast that's my work's been compared to well the guy um, one session we got about 80% of a couple more sessions we cleared it out and so he sent me a real happy note. I can now go up in the buildings. I can go downtown. I can do business. I'm free at last. And this was after middle age, after struggling with it for his whole life. Mm. Another person had an imprint of, um, he, a chiropractor sent him to me. And he said, this man has been having a car accident every year. Once a year, he has a car accident, comes in get fixed up. I think it's psychological. Sent him to me. And sure enough, we found that his father had... Um, put him down, knocked him down verbally and every way um, so that he had this program inside that I can't succeed. I don't deserve to. Whenever I started to succeed, he would have a car accident. And, you know, he succeed in his business, but he had a car accident, so he'd set himself back. So um, we, after one session, he said, you've gotten me farther than three years of weekly psychotherapy have. <laughs> And a few more sessions, he too—he never had it. He never had another car accident. So, kind of, you know, beautiful examples. Very
0: humbling. Wow. So, uh, just get. Let's get back to the guy who was afraid of heights. How did you help him overcome those fears? That fear. What are some of the exercises? Or if people are afraid of, like, speaking in front of a group, or going door to door, or even inviting someone to look at the business, asking, right, going for a close. How can they overcome these fears?
1: Right. We actually um, go back in childhood for nearly all the people that I work with, and we relive those. It's not easy to do or fun to do, but those programs, when they're as deep as this fellow's, were created, and the other fellow, were created in a place of pain. So you have to go back to that. They were created in a place of great emotion. So you go back to that point in therapy and you rewrite it in, in essence you rewrite it in um uh you bring your adult self and your spiritual sense whoever whatever you look to spiritually we bring that along back to that scene in the past and are able to bring the help to that child that experienced that when they were so young and didn't have the defenses or the intellect to say, you know, that parent isn't making sense. I, I don't agree with that. Mm. They just have to absorb it, right, because they don't have that intellect. Now we do, so we go back and we essentially rewrite the past.
0: So you're kind of like taking a third-person perspective, taking your current self, adult, and going back into that time and just realizing how ridiculous it was.
1: Partly. There's other processes that we do along with that of healing it from a spiritual angle, realizing the reason, the spiritual benefit, and how it benefits. The, the spiritual lesson benefit that was inherent in that—it's not all nothing. I, I think every life is too efficient to wait. Be wasteful. That life only brings us what has a spiritual benefit along with it. Mm. So we uncover, uncover that and embrace that part of the healing.
0: Uh, let's get back to your MM journey. Uh, so you started, uh, and you had a lot of fears. You had things to overcome. What was one <laughs> of your first, uh, like? aha moment was there a specific turning point an event that you went to a light bulb moment that after
1: that you really your business really start taking off well um the aha moment that i it was more gradual i had a bunch of breakthroughs a, a bunch of them um about four or five specific steps in the in the healing area in the healing arenas The greatest aha moment that I have had in network marketing, though, is when I actually became a coach. I went through the therapies to heal myself. I was a full-time network marketer for years. My company went out of business. I was in several more companies. But then I realized I just really want to coach network marketers, not be in a company and divide myself and growing a team. And I just want to coach all network marketers and reach as many people as I can. So I decided to make this my specialty 13 years ago to coach network marketers. But the, uh, a big challenge with that came with the MLM stigma. My fiance at the time was ashamed that I was coaching network marketers. We'd have company um, dinners and everything and he would not want to tell people what I did. And so I had to rethink this. I thought, you know, is MLM respectable? Do I want to do this even if my fiance is ashamed of what I do? Hmm. And it had me soul searching very, very deeply for about two weeks. I really doubted myself and this profession and everything. But I did a lot of research you know, pros and cons and all this stuff, and I decided to go forward. I realized this is a very good profession and um, that that was the right decision for me. I'm no longer with the the this fiance, but It was, um, it made me very, very strong. So if anybody else is going through that and uh, having a fear of talking to people about MLM, about network marketing, um, do some soul searching, do some research, go within, ask yourself, ask yourself spiritually, is this okay? Is this good for me to be doing? And you will come out very, you'll come out stronger for it.
0: Um, here's a, uh, one of my favorite questions: What is your worst moment in network marketing?
1: Okay, <laughs> I've not shared this with anyone before, but my my very worst moment is I had you know I just come out of this shy thing you know the years ago when I was just doing um, network marketing I come out of this shy thing. And okay, so now I'm talking to people about network marketing, but I'm, I still haven't quite got it because it's all about me now. It's still all about me, which is, was, which was shyness. So I was at a fitness club. I belonged to this, had membership in this fitness club, I was working out and had a chance to talk to other people. So I would talk with them about, about my network marketing business, but I didn't realize I was uh, not doing it the right way, kind of spamming them. And one day, this lady had the courage to say to me, all you care about is your business Hmm. that devastated me because being a shy person, I wanted to be liked and everything. That was, you know, that was the most devastating thing that ever happened to me is not is to shine the light on me and realize that I was still a selfish person. You know, I didn't, I didn't lose a leg in network marketing. Like some people have been their worst moments and all that. That didn't happen to me, but I lost, um, I lost myself, and I had to turn around and learn how to ask people about themselves, and the um, Dale Carnegie's book, How to Win Friends and Influence People, was a huge aha moment in how to talk to people with that.
0: So let me get back to what you, uh, you, uh, this lady said, all you care about is your business, and it kind of really hurt you. Why did you decide to stick with network marketing? A lot of people have quit and say, this is spiritually not for me. Why did you stay with this profession?
1: Right. Yeah. You get kind of devastated again, because of my mission to help people. So I had to make that bigger than my fear. And that's, that's the way it is for a lot of network marketers. If you can um, make something greater, mean more important to you than your fear, that's, that's what you will do. So your why your mission to help people, focus on that. Make that bigger, make that greater than your fear.
0: What is your proudest moment of network marketing? You've been in this profession for so long. Yes, Um,
1: I loved, I loved standing in the Bahamas with my upline and all of the people that I look to. But even more than that is when I became a coach for network marketers and I, the first, My proudest time is the first time that I helped a network marketer to jump two ranks in 60 days. They came to me to do a challenge, my support to do a challenge, and had the goal of jumping one rank, and they jumped two into six-figure income. So that was wonderful for a young man who was 22 years old that this happened for. (laughs) And that that was my proudest moment. I've helped other people to do that, and that's it. So uh, you
0: have this MLM Millionaire Club, which is a school for network marketers. They, you provide hands-on training. with role-playing on the seven skills. So can you share a little bit? What are the seven
1: skills? Well, you know, you teach them too. Uh, I follow Eric Worre's GoPro book, and we use that as curric- core curriculum book in the club. The seven skills are where to find people to talk to, how to invite them to look at your product or business, how to present how to follow up, how to sign them up, how to train them right, so they have fast, quick starts, quick results right away, and then promoting events. And you, you, you teach these, Simon?
0: Yeah, absolutely. These are like the you know, fundamental skills. What do you find most people get stuck at the seven? Uh, for most of the people that are part of Millionaire Club, uh, where are they stuck at the most? The first two. Finding <laughs> finding prospects and inviting. <laughs>
1: And so will your prospect. So will your front line. Anybody that you recruit, they're going to be stuck there first. They're going to say, I don't know anybody. And what do I say? Right. I don't, I'm not good with talking to people. I'm not a good salesman. So that, those are the two things that you always want to address right away. I see.
0: Got it. Um, what are some tips that can help people in terms of finding prospects
1: and inviting that you can share? Well, my greatest finding prospects, um, all around you, lifestyle, whatever you do, notice the problems that people have that you can solve. Keep your ears and eyes alert so that you can listen for problems such as financial problems or health problems that you can solve. Make a list of the problems that you solve and keep an an ear out for those. When you hear that, then you can offer solutions for people for your business i do recommend give plenty of empathy though before you offer the solution spend time doing that most network marketers 95 percent skip over that part they hear a problem and they go right to the solution hmm. like oh you hate your boss here come join my company so there's some steps in between that if your personality is um so inclined and if the other person's is so inclined also you can ask them questions such as how is that for you? Um, you don't you don't like your boss? How does that affect you? Do you ever take your work home? Does your wife ever comment that you know it affects them? How long do you think you can keep doing this? Man, when I was in that situation, I didn't think I could last very long. So those are words of empathy, and I do teach this in a book that I wrote called Always Get a Yes. I do have another invite tip, though, if you'd like to hear it. It's very very powerful. Definitely, go ahead. Okay, this is really really cool. Um, it is a script that I learned from my friend, Jeff Gamble, who's a top earner. And he showed me this, that I was just amazed with it. So now I share it with other people and it's in the book too, the Always Good a Yes book. And this script is so simple. I'll say it for you. It applies to all four personalities, all ages, all genders. It's real easy and it's duplicatable and it's this, can I ask you a favor? I want to let you know something new I'm working on. So if you come across the right person, you can refer them to me. Are you free to talk right now? Isn't that beautiful? Because it's indirect. And there's four steps to this script, to this method. That was the first step. And you guys will hear it in the replay, but it's also in my book too. Okay, second step is you do a 10 minute presentation live. That's what he suggests because research shows that the first presentation is better from you as the authority and personal connection than by video because people are videoed out and you have to chase them and they don't watch them. So that 10 minute presentation should include the company's story, the need for the product, the products, the comp plan, and the timing. 10 minute presentation could be a little longer or shorter. After that, you ask the person, this is step three, now that you know what I do on a scale of one to 10, one being that you might refer someone to me and 10 that you are interested, where are you? Hmm. And that's beautiful because, it, you know, it gives them those two choices of referring or being interested. Step number four is then you give them the third party tool to validate you and validate what you said. It could be a three-way call, video, um, etc., sample, etc. cetera. And so the, the four steps are the can I ask you a favor, 10-minute presentation, the scale of 1 to 10, and a third-party tool. And um, again, these, my book tells uh, deeper how to handle each what different situation that might come up around that.
0: Awesome. And where can our listeners uh, get a copy of your book? Where can they, what's the best place to get it?
1: MLMMillionaireClub.com. Slash yes.
0: Good stuff.
1: I also, I also post MLMMillionaireClub dot com slash yes. I also posted that on my Facebook page today, so you can find it easy if you want. Beth McCarty page.
0: Awesome, really good tips here. And uh, MLM Nation, on a recap, I'll, I'm going to run over uh, these four steps. Really good stuff here. Um, Beth, you've been in network marketing for a long, long time. How have you seen the profession change, and where do you see it going?
1: Oh, it's more wonderful than ever <laughs> it's easier than ever to um, we used to have to buy the product store it at home and share ship it to people can you believe that yeah. so you know I had a big stock at home and all that and I'm shipping it out but now you just get online you let people order it themselves ships tr- directly to them which makes a lot of sense um, and there's all these wonderful tools with webinars and and um, um, online videos and and everything where it's going, I think that we are just about to take off into huge golden age for network marketing, and baby boomers are the largest group of people coming into network marketing right now. But I'll, and I'll talk about them in a sec. But this economy, this economy alone, where else can people turn? That's why it's growing. Network marketing is growing so fast. Where else can people turn for a better life? It's not franchises. It's not. Um, real estate, it's not the stock market, it's not a second or third job, you know, they burn themselves out. Where else can they have this low of investment for that great of return? In fact, it's a business with the greatest return on investment in, in, in business history. There's no ceiling to how far they can go and all the other advantages. So um, network marketer, I mean, baby boomers are finding their way into network marketing in um, mass right now because they need it they need uh many of them are bored if if they are retired they're bored they can use an extra stream of income for sure because 70 percent are scheduled to retire in poverty they need fulfillment they want the personal growth and also they want to look and feel good so the health products can provide that and they want to know that their kids are okay or they want to be able to visit their kids and grandkids whenever they want to so network marketing provides all this for them. And of course, there's so many of them, of the baby boomers.
0: Fantastic, good stuff there. And uh, I like it needed, they're bored, they need fulfillment. And it's uh, the, the health product, they want to look and feel good. Hey, I'm Amesheen. If you haven't heard it yet, history was made on January 2nd, 2018. For the first time in the history of network marketing profession, there's an original production series. This is like a TV show, broadcast every Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday that helps you build a successful business online. You go through the 10 stages of online duplication and you're going to learn how to track online, recruit online, and duplicate online. Best of all, it's free. You can watch it online. Just go to mlnation.com. Hey, Beth, you've been amazing. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom. Uh, as we go towards the end of the show, some quick questions to pick your brain. Okay, I just okay. give you quick answers. The first okay. one is, what is one of your
1: favorite success quotes that motivates you, Robert Schuller? What would you attempt to do if you knew you could not fail? I love it.
0: And <laughs> what is one habit that's helped you become successful? Caring enough about people to give my very best
1: and be better every day.
0: Uh, what's the best people? Uh, what's the best piece of advice you ever received?
1: Learn from people who are doing. Already doing what you want to do. Be coachable, you guys.
0: Yes, be coachable. Um, do you have a favorite prospecting tool? Like, just say, what would you recommend uh, if you were building the business today? What would you use? Did you use a? Um, I have,
1: yo- I have uh, made available to everyone in network marketing a short, generic, free video by a business professor that validates network marketing. And I put that on my, my Facebook page, too. It's, uh, it carries the authority of a business professor. There was a lady who told her sister never, I would never get into network marketing. She showed her the video. She said, sign me up. Mm. So this is a free tool. I'm making it just available as a gift. No opt-in or anything. Just It's on YouTube. It's on that page. You guys can use it and share it. It's short. If they're ready for a 50-minute tool, I love Eric Worre's DVD, Rise of the Entrepreneur because that's the most professional one. It shows the top experts, economic experts, talking about what's coming next in this economy, why you must be an entrepreneur to survive it, why network marketing is the best business to be in. So two tools, sorry. <laughs> Good. Hey, uh, do you have a favorite online resource, like a Dropbox or Evernote,
0: that you could recommend to all listeners?
1: Yes, reverendcom dot com. R-E-V.com. You probably know about it already. It transcribes video, so if you uh, do a YouTube video and can transcribe it for you. A dollar a dollar a minute. Mm-hmm. Um
0: aside from your book, what's one book you could recommend to ML Nation?
1: Eric Go GoPro book, Network Mark How to Become a Seven Steps to Becoming a Network Marketing Professional. It's a good core book for the seven skills. And um here's the last
0: question. The million dollar question. You ready? Okay. <laughs> yeah. So imagine <laughs> you had to start all over again. And this is you know 2018. Um, and you knew no friends, no family, nothing. And you were like an alien that went to, uh, lived in another universe, but you had all your knowledge, skills, and wisdom. What's the first thing you do, or the first place you go, to build an end-on business from scratch?
1: Well, if it was still on this planet, I would find out where the baby boomers are. That would might be, and you know, uh, yoga classes, dance classes, travel groups, or something like that. I would go to the baby boomers. And I would start talking with them, and I would use that script that that I gave you. I would get to know them first, and use the you know empathy method, and then um, use use this script and run through that Jeff Gamble script like crazy.
0: (laughs) I love it. And uh, as we wrap up, any last words or advice, Bess? And uh, what's the best way our listeners can connect with you, get your resources? Where should they go? Uh,
1: Facebook, Bess McCarty, website. MLMMillionaireClub.com for coaching. That Tony Robbins breakthrough coaching stuff. BessMcCarty.com. And any last words or advice? You guys, people need you. Mothers, parents want to be home with their kids. People want to escape corporate. Students have loans to pay off. Seniors want to retire with dignity. These people need you, are looking for answers and options. Circulate. Find out what they what they're, what they're needing and wanting, and be there for them. They need to know you.
0: Hey, ML Nation, you're the average of the five people <laughs> you spend the most time with. And today, you may hang out with Bess McCarty. So keep up the momentum. Go to mlnation.com. Just type in Bess at the search bar, <laughs> B-E-S-S. And the show notes and all the nuggets of wisdom with a link to Bess's resources in her book will be right there. Hey, in order to be successful in life and also in network marketing, you must help others. So, Bess, thanks so much for sharing your valuable time with ML Nation. We're grateful to you, and we appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thank you so much again, Bess, and God bless you.
1: Link, thank you, Simon. Love you. Bless you, everybody.
0: Hey, this is a quick reminder that if you want to create online duplication in your business, so that not only are you creating content that tracks prospects and helps you recruit online, but more importantly, you get to duplicate online as well. Make sure you check out our free resources on the 10 stages of online duplication on our website mlmnation.net. Again, for your free resources on the 10 stages of online duplication, go to our website mlmnation.net. Hey ML Nation, Simon Chan. Great show from Bess McCarty. Go to MLNation.com, connect with Best, just search for Best B-E B-E-S-S, B-E-B-E-S-S, Boy Elephant Simon Stephen. Uh, and then go to show notes and her link to her website and her book will be right there. You know, it's very very inspiring. Someone was shy and quiet, could overcome her fears, and best shared a lot of Good tips on how to overcome fears. So, I mean, one of the ways is just always po- give positive affirmations, right? Look in the mirror and says, I am valuable, I am lovable, I am worthwhile, right? It doesn't matter. It's just your value remains intact. It doesn't matter what happens to you, who says no to you, who quits. You are valuable, lovable, and worthy. And... You know just saying the affirmations, looking yourself in the mirror, be emotionally passionate about, um, definitely helps you out, definitely for me. And also knowing that if you're shy of fear, it's really about selfish because you're focusing attention on yourself. What people fear about, you think about yourself, what people think about you, what people look, you know, talking about you or judging you, but instead focus on other people focus on others right if you focus on others just be really like really loving and caring about others the shyness will go away but if you focus oh how am i how am i going to sound or Are people going to be interested see that's when the fear uh, comes on you know if you want to get overcome the fears uh, the cool thing is they can be overcome right and that's she talks about mo- most of the fears come from child most of their fears come from childhood, some event that happened, and the good news is they can all, all be overcome. And she give a couple examples, and a lot of it just go back to childhood and and look at it from the perspective of an adult, right? And maybe you you know it could be something that happened when you were a kid. And for me, it was just like, hey, my parents. And I was I was a shy, quiet Asian kid, and my parents told me, hey, you know, uh, Asians are great in math. You just focus on science and math, and you know. You, since English is like your third language, um, you may not compete with like the Caucasian kids, right? That was programmed to me. So I was like, and I was shy and quiet, you know. I was shy and quiet to begin with. And then I even didn't want to speak up in class because I felt that people were going to judge me because I'm not good enough, right? And then looking, so take that from a third person, like your adult perspective, like a third person, you realize how silly that is because we're all growing, right? We're always growing. So at, at, I really like that see things from a third-person perspective, especially from an adult perspective, going back to those childhood. And you really have to really live those childhood moments, and that's really where you overcome the fear and the limiting beliefs that hold you back. And so if you think about all the things that hold you back right now, they're all going to be traced back to some childhood moment. And it may take you some digging, 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 and it could be emotional, it could be sad, but you will find them, and then you can work on them. if you have doubts about MLM, just ask you spiritually, is MLM good for you? And that's one thing that helped her uh, help best out. You know, her, she had a fiance that didn't like what she was doing. She to kind of looked down on network marketing. She was coaching network marketing professionals. But it really comes down to your heart. Spiritually, do you believe it, right? Uh, and really focus on others. You know, one of her worst moments was one of her friends said, "Oh, you care about is your business, right? Oh, you care about is your business. Focus, again, helping others. Another tip to overcome your fears that best share was make your vision. If your vision, and this is, you know, this is the thing that guided me. I was a shy, quiet Asian kid from Brooklyn, New York. That guided me was I had a vision to do amazing things through network marketing. And it was just a vision that motivated me. It got me going to, you know, step outside of comfort zone. So, MM Nation, if you got the fear, work on that vision. If you're scared to get outside of your comfort zone, work on the vision. That is the thing that's going to help you get, get outside where you are. Uh, we briefly talked about the seven skills, You know how to find prospects, how to invite, how to present, how to follow up, how to close, how to train, uh, how to promote events. Those, those can all be found on GoPro. By the way, you definitely need to read GoPro if you've never ever every glorious GoPro. Um, uh, but the key to inviting and finding prospects is, this is a great exercise that Beth talked about. Make a list of all the problems. Uh, problems that your company's products or opportunity can help, and then listen for them, be, and be empathetic. Don't just go, I think mean, this is key. A lot of network marketers you have a bad reputation because once they uh, hear something, uh, like, a, like a problem, someone prospect has a problem, they immediately jump in to offer the solution, right? Instead, be empathetic, uh, ask questions to get people to open up. You know, best also shared about how to invite. I love to, ha- can I ask you a favor? If you come across someone that blah, 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 blah You know, can you give a referral? You know, if you come across, so for example, you did a weight loss product, can I ask you a favor? I just started a weight loss business. If you come across someone that needs to lose weight, could you give me a referral? right really good stuff her four steps and uh, yeah you can get her book as well always get a yes book you can uh, go to, again go to emulation.com we will have the link to Bess's website there um, and the last thing Bess talked about which is really good was baby boomers I think um, nowadays people talk about Millennials a lot but you talk about boomers right boomers a lot of them 70% retire broke uh, boomers they need that we're a lot of them are bored they're bored and they need fulfillment and especially if you do a health product, uh, they're looking and want to look and feel good. So, Boomers are a huge market, a uh, great place to find people. You uh, the million dollar question. Go find where the Boomers hang out and go there and talk to them. But at the end of the day, it's really about caring, caring, caring. Care about people and people start paying attention to you. Yeah, great show from Best McCarty. Connect with them. Go to MLNation.com. Just search for Best B-E-S-S. And if you like MLNation, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Really appreciate it. it will, um, thank you for listening. I really appreciate Simon Chan. I'm loud and proud to be part of this amazing profession. Now it's your turn. Remember, win the profession to help others. So go out there and have a positive impact on someone's life today. God bless you all. Thanks for joining us today. Now head over to MLMNation.net for valuable recaps of every show and also to get your free training resource on how to use online duplication to grow your business. Thanks again for being a part of this amazing profession.